To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee. Atticus said to Jem one day, I'd rather you shot at tin cans in the backyard, but I know you'll go after birds. Shoot all the blue jays you want, if you can't hit them. But remember, it's a sin to kill a mockingbird. That was the only time I ever heard Atticus say it was a sin to do something, and I asked Miss Marty about it. Your father is right, she said. Mockingbirds don't do one thing except make music for us to enjoy. They don't eat up people's gardens, don't nest in the corn cribs. They don't do one thing but sing their hearts out for us. That's why it's a sin to kill a mockingbird. Hey, this is Ali Ruskash and welcome to the AR Podcast. This is the AR Podcast. In a movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Rick Dalton, a fictional character played by Leonardo DiCaprio, explains what a stuntman's job in reality is. Well, actors are required to do a lot of dangerous stuff. Can I fall off a horse? Yes, I can. Yes, I have. Let's say I fall off wrong and I sprain my wrist or twist my ankle. That can put an undue burden on production, because maybe now I can't work for a week. So a stuntman is here to carry the load. What Rick Dalton sees here is exactly how anybody outside in the profession thinks of stunts. Somebody who can make the job easier for the entire production of the film. But what he doesn't see, or can see, is the amount of danger a stuntman faces. Something that needs months and months of preparation before it is perfected. So the next time you watch a movie and you see a car fly by or you see a crash, think of all the work that needed to be done perfectly for the scene to work. The person I sat down with knows a lot about this. He's a professional stunt performer and has performed all over the world. His most notable work came in the year 2012 when he performed the movie 007 Skyfall. This is that Shah um, Agdasi. Okay, um, it was, um, I think like uh, two or three weeks ago when somebody who I know and you know and uh, is a mutual friend uh, said something about you and they said like... We have many mutual friends. Nima really? Bank is one of them. Really, is it? Okay. Yeah, he sent, he texted me and because because I, I shared the story that you, oh, yeah, you yeah. sent it to me. 
and he just texted me. He said, "Look, man, this man is amazing. He's a very nice guy." I said, really? "Yeah, I feel the same same about." And you know, Nima, Nima is another guy who just talk about good things about others. Yes, yeah. He's, I mean, he's, he's we Iranian, we Iranians like this. You know, we always try to say something nice about someone. But yeah. he's he's so honest. You know, he's he's easy. Yeah. And he 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 sent me the text like this. I watch you. No, really, okay, that's amazing. So, yeah. um, Nima Bank, if you're listening to this, thank you so much. <laughs> I really really appreciate it. No, he's very interesting to talk to, and he's very interesting to work with. These two things are not something that I can say about everybody, but he is he is exactly one of those people that I can exactly. actually stand up. So. Um, so one of our mutual friends then yes. yeah, suggested uh, that I should talk to you and it was very interesting for me because uh, I remember myself I was uh, fascinated about uh, you know stuntman's a stuntman's job and like stunts very early in my like you know childhood when uh, I think it was I was uh, at, like you know in, in the elementary school I guess like when I How started watching you? I'm uh, okay take a guess <laughs> 28 <laughs> okay yeah okay fine I'm 28 exactly that yes yeah. so um uh, I remember myself being fascinated when I started watching a series uh, that I think most of the people in Iran are pretty much familiar with. I think it's a German series I, called yeah. uh, Alarm for Cobra. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I started watching that, and for me, it was so fascinating. I, I couldn't believe like cars could fly that you know that way, and they can crash, and the crashes are beautiful to watch. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I was pretty much fascinated. Uh, I'm pretty sure by that, and uh, I remember myself like playing with my toys and stuff. And uh, not that I played with my toys a lot, like, you know, back in elementary yeah, school, yeah. but I used to, like, you know, crash cars and everything, and I was really, really fascinated with that. So uh, when my friend suggested you, I was, uh, I jumped at the opportunity. <laughs> I was like, I need to talk to this person, because uh, as a kid, I always wanted to uh, be a stuntman. Right. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And then uh, all of a sudden, like, you know, most, most of the things change in your head as you grow up. But uh, tell me, like, how's the life of a stuntman? Like, uh, just tell me about it. How for, crazy it for is. For me, it's brilliant, you know. It's nothing better than this, mm -hmm. if you ask me. If I can, if I have a chance to come again, definitely I will choose this one, but earlier. Oh, I see. Okay. Much, much earlier. Because, and, yes, because you have experience about life, so you do something which is you are, you are not going to do on this time. But stunt, for me, is everything. Yes. You know, I follow my heart to do something. I do whatever I love to do. And in this job, you can do many things, which is illegal. Which okay. is many of them, you have no permission to do this, like robbing the bank, you know, robbing yeah. a bank. You know. Go in a bank and just shoot in the bank and say, everybody get down. Nobody move. Nobody try to be a hero, you know, something yeah. like this. You know? And you do all of them. Yeah. You do all of them. You can play as a bad guy. You can play as a good guy. For me, it's a chance you can have a chance to do amazing things in the movie. But when it comes to the action, it's you. They need the special guy. Yeah. And they give the chance to you to do this. You can smash the car. Mm -hmm. You can smash the expensive car. Yeah. You can ride the very beautiful horse, which is you have no chance to ride this horse before. You can be in a place which is you have no chance to do it. You can be standing on top of the buildings, which is it's illegal for everybody. Yeah. It depends on the personality and character of the person. Mm -hmm. Since I was a kid, I'm, I remember I was um, eight years old. When I came back from the school, I put the gun, toy gun in my bag. And I went to the bank and I just shout, everybody get down and just shoot two times and escape. <laughs> this is my, my game, two times, three times amounts or something like this. 
And my mother always asked me, okay, what, what, what have you done today in school? I said, okay, we, we, we do we this, the bank we do that, and we robbed the bank. And she said, okay, what else? She never thinks I'm doing something like that. Yeah. And she had the same, uh, same account in the same bank. One time, uh, she come and grab me, pick me up in the school, from school, and, uh, we go, we go together to the bank, mm -hmm. and I just want to pretend to go inside of the bank because I know this is the same bank I, always rub the number. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I had to go inside and she said, you have to come with me inside. And I go inside and I just close myself to the counter because uh, I don't want uh, the bank accountant see me. And as soon as he see me, he said, oh, kid, how many times you didn't come to rob our bank? Where are you? <laughs> and Your then mom must have my been. mom was found it. And she just catch my gun and they said, it's not possible to do this again because if you grow up, you go, you are going to be thief or something, you know. But after 24 years, I had the same situation in one serious movie. I had to go inside the bank and rob the bank, and I did exactly the same. As soon as I go inside, I just jump out the counter and I just shoot the gun and said, "Okay, everybody, get down!" And said, "Director, said, cut, cut. What are you doing?" <laughs> Who said you have to do this? I said, no, robbing the bank is like this. I know how to do it. I said, who said how you should do this or what? I said, are you supposed to do whatever I say? I said, okay, okay, we'll do it again. Because I know, okay, one cut is not a problem, you know? Yeah. But this is my dream. Yeah, I Since understand. I was a kid, I just, I just, uh, I just filming in my mind something like, you no, know, I grow up always in my mind. I do whatever I want since I was a kid. But now, I do it. And you have permission I, to do it. I permission, I earn money from it. Yes. Yeah, I never yeah. imagined you can smash the car and earn money. Yeah. You have to pay money. Yeah. But I'm not looking for money. Never, ever. But money comes to me because if you do something good and nice and pro, of course, they accept you. They offer you some jobs and they give you the more space to explode your imagination. Yeah. And yeah. I cannot stand some stationary situation more than two months. For me, it's definitely boring. I can I, completely understand. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know me. Understand. You know, it's it's really hard for some person. No, they they like a stationary place, more calm. In house, you are in my house right now. And you, I think you can feel it something, and your audience. Uh, I want to uh, share with them. In a house, I'm so calm. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely calm. Because for me, house is a place you have to be charged again. Yeah, it looks okay. like your cell phone. You need to plug in to charge it. For me, it's exactly the same situation. But outside, it's a war. Hmm. I love to be hyperactive. I don't drink because I, I don't feel I need to drink. Mm -hmm. I don't use any drugs because I don't feel I don't need to use any drugs. Because my life is full of full of uh, adrenaline and, and full of the beautiful energy and nice things around me. My first time when I was in a James Bond movie. Uh, well, I wanted to ask you that question, so please continue. Please go. Yeah, yeah, I wanted yeah. to ask you that question. Yeah, I, I was so lucky. I, I involved in the James Bond movie in Skyfall. Uh, we, uh, I spoke with this one man. He's a very nice, very great man. I just named him kind man in my language. Uh, if you want to translate it word by word. Yeah. Um, and he was a stunt coordinator also by himself. He's a very great stunt man, working in very huge and nice and big production movies. We speak it with we spoke with each other many times. Looks like a, a movie of Last Samurai who 
uh, Tom Cruise spoke with that Japanese man uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. about life, okay. not about the way of fight. Mm-hmm. They never spoke about the way of fight. They always talk about life and they always talk about uh, uh, living. Mm-hmm. When we spoke to each other, I, I just told them about my rules mm-hmm. to how I control my team, how I control myself, how, can I, how, how I did my stunts. And he exactly uh, used the same words which is I want to use mm-hmm. exactly at the same time. I see. It's it looks like a one dialogue we want to read with with each other. Okay. And it's for me it's very amazing because I said, man, I never know him before. He never knows me before. But we exactly use the same word. We exactly use the same way. How how it's yeah. possible? And that's why it stands for me is very nice. It looks like the same language for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have, you have you guys have the mutual language. You don't really need to have like other basic forms of connection and communication. You, you have it. You have it in you, which is you know. Stunts. Because I think years ago, many people in my country thought, okay, when you see a stuntman, he is a huge guy with a many broken part on, of his body and many scar on his face on the body. <laughs> yeah. But since uh, Payman Abadi came to Iran, he bring new way of stunts in my country. I'm a result of him. I just mm-hmm. met him, and I go and I went on his class, and I started stunt with him. And I just fall in love with him, not fall in love with stunts first, yeah. because the way of his manner, he's he was so nice. He mm-hmm. was so humble and so nice. That's why I love what I choose. On the same moment, uh, I got a scholarship uh, of the physical education from Italy, and I refused it. Mm-hmm. And that was one of my hard uh, decision I did because. Two years, two and a half years, I've worked hard to get this chance. I learned the language. I passed many many course of the class and many things. And suddenly you have to change your mind yeah. to stay in your country, don't go outside, and do whatever you love to do. Beside, everybody said, you are crazy. What stunt? You want to beat from others in a movie? And <laughs> you're, you're basically, because uh, I believe that your job is um, very dangerous. I believe that. And uh, I've seen so many different stunts. And uh, there's a very there's a fine line between a, um, a very dangerous stunt and a, a very safe stunt. There's a fine, like, you know, something, if anything goes wrong, even if it's the smallest thing, it's over. something, yes, something horrible could happen. So um, it, it just feels like to me, as a stuntman, you're inviting danger exactly. to your life. Yes. And uh, like, you know, that goes back to, I'm pretty sure, to your character. And you must be somebody who's always like, you know, inviting like trouble. You're, say, you're saying to yourself, I'm, I'm going to actually achieve something. So you're going for it, right? Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's show my ambitions, you know, yeah. because I, it's, it looks like ego, but not exactly like this. It's not high self-confidence, but it's not exactly like this. I don't know what is it, but I just, I just believe myself. Yeah. Now, uh, I mean, over 10 years, I just told my crews and my friends, if you put me in any country, naked, mm-hmm. after two months, I start my team. <laughs> I, I believe yeah. it. And yeah. even I don't know how to say yes or no on their language. Yeah. Because I have a skill. It's in my body. Yeah. Um, my inheritance is my body. It's not outside. It's not something someone can stole it. Yeah. Just my my health is very important. Uh, like you know, I think this goes back again to what you do. Yeah. And uh, since you're somebody who's, uh, as you said, like when you go outside, you're hyperactive. You want to do everything yourself. So uh, the fear of not being active, I think that's the 
that's what you're facing every yeah, it, day. Let, 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 let me mention something about because uh, you you point something which is I love to do. I, I love to hear that about to invite dangers. You know, yes, we go in a dangerous situation, but uh, we already know we are going inside. It's not happen accidentally. Yeah, looks like something happened in you in the street. Okay, now it's you, you should be lucky to pass it or not. Yeah, but. As a stuntman, I have I'm calm. Mm -hmm. When some situation happen, I am calm to think. Yeah, I I have a I just think in less than a second. It's mm -hmm. only different between stuntman and normal people. Okay, which is it's happened to the many people instinctly or some people who had it with the, some sport and exercise. Yeah, but one good things about a stuntman and stuntwoman. They can make a decision in less than a second, which is very important. Otherwise, we are the same, same, same. Yeah. And um, we go in a dangerous situation uh, before uh, dangers happen. I mean, we plan to go to do this. Yeah. So we try to make a risk as low as possible. I'm, I'm so hyperactive. And imagine I start a team. Some hyperactive guys comes to me. Yeah. So... Definitely, after one week, all of us should be die. Yeah, because it's nothing. Is I, I never say yeah. no. I mm -hmm. always say, "Okay, do this, do that. Let's do this, let's do that." Then I have to be a person who more logical. Mm -hmm. I still do everything with my heart, with my sense, but logical. Yeah, uh, basically anything in life, if you actually think about it, if you um, love doing something and you actually achieve that, do do that. I'm pretty sure life will come at you and say thank you back. Because, uh, like, you know, I really do believe that. Because, uh, like, you know, myself, I do so many different stuff. But uh, I love those things that I do. And the things that I have experienced, if I don't like it, I'm not going to continue that. And uh, over the, over the uh, like, you know, past, let's say, 10 years that I've been doing the things that I really, really love to do, I have gotten things back. Even though it might not be money, but I have gotten, as you said, I've gotten the feeling that it just it just overwhelms me sometimes. Like exactly. you know, I started the podcast thinking that this would never go on. Like you know, finding people to talk in English that was not easy. But I started to uh, like you know meet people like you that are just simply amazing to sit down and talk to, and they have achieved so much in their lives. And maybe it, without the podcast, I would have never really met any of those guys. And I would have I'm pretty sure I would never, I would have never met you. So. Now, it, I think that life gives gives back if if it understands that you're actually doing something towards understanding what life. I call them gift. Exactly yeah. what I say. Your job is give you some gift. Yeah. All, all all the things you said is a gift because you never expect to receive it. Yeah. Some things you never expect to come. It's called gift. Yeah. For example, what's the gift of my jobs to me? Mm -hmm. You know, for me, for may, maybe for some stone and stone woman is different, but for me, what is it? The gift of my job. Give a chance to live again, because many times you're close to death. Yeah. Many times you're close to the situation you get uh, paralyzed, and when you come back healthy, and then you find out, oh, thanks God, I'm I'm so thankful, I'm so healthy, and I'm so thankful, not, nothing's happened to me. I'm so thankful, I'm still alive. I can't see my friends. One of yeah. my favorite sports I'm doing as a hobby is a base jumping. Base jumping? What yeah, is that? base jumping. You have a one parachute. And you jump from the cliff, from the bridge, from the buildings, in the low altitude. I see, okay. And maybe your parachute is not going to open. Oh. Many, maybe many malfunctions happen, which is you done. Yeah. 
I lost three of my friends in front of my eyes in this sport. And uh, when jump is over, of course, because of rush of adrenaline, I laugh too much. But I, again, I get silent and I think too much. And I said, Asha, you got a second chance again. Yeah. It's uh, for me because I, I, I'm scared of height. Yeah, me too. That's my phobia. And uh, just thinking of base jumping, it gives me, uh, like, you know, this, like, you know, I'm, I'm shivering right now just thinking about it. <laughs> just, just, uh, just to give you a perspective. Of course, you have, if you want to start, you have to start from bungee jumping. With bungee. But even bungee jumping scares the crap out of me. Of I can't course. really, yeah. Um, many of the skydiving instructors yeah. never ever did bungee jumping. Oh, I see. Okay. Yes, because bungee is different. Mm. Bungee is a totally is a it's an entertaining stuff and game, mm -hmm. but it comes to the extreme sport mm -hmm. because of the one reason. Because when you want to jump, you have a huge challenge in your mind, and this huge challenge. It's hard as you are climbing up from the rock without any safety line. Mm -hmm. That's why it goes to the um, extremist sport because you have to make a decision by yourself to jump. Yeah, exactly. Nobody pushes you. Basically. Of course, master jumpers sometimes push the guy mm -hmm. because for them it's enough you climb up to jump. Uh -huh. It okay. means you, you already get your decision, but your muscles and your body is not strong enough to push you out. Uh -huh. So that's exactly. why sometimes they they help you just to push you out, but never ever surprised you. Mm -hmm. And uh, after you jump, your jump, many of the bungee platform is uh, 40, 60 or something around this. And uh, so your jump is uh, approximately is one second, one and a half second, okay? okay? But this one and a half second, when you come come down, you tell a story about 10 or 15 minutes with your friend. I see, okay. Just one second, you tell a story 15 minutes, yeah. believe me. Because many things happens to you. You saw many things. Mm -hmm. All your fifth sense is get strong as never before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They come and they stand it. They are they are okay. They are not afraid of nothing. And when we start to count down and say five, four, three, when we say three, then it's change. Yeah. Because they go close to real jump. Yeah. Yeah. Real <laughs> disconnected from the platform to the nowhere. Yeah, you're right. So it's weird. It's it's unknown. The countdown is is something which is pretty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for the person who definitely not afraid of high. Yeah. It's gonna happen. Yeah, you're right. Even maybe you saw someone three, two, one, and they jump, yeah. but you never know what's happened inside of them. The thing is, well, this is how I imagine uh, like a stump, a stump ass job. I've recently watched a movie. I don't know if you watched it or not. Called the um, uh, what was it? Once upon a time in Hollywood. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> thank you. But how did you? How did you even know? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about it for a second. You read my mind. Uh, yeah. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Uh, at the very first scene of the movie it says what do you do and they say okay fine so this is exactly what i do and i'm sorry leonardo DiCaprio says uh this is exactly what his thumbman's job is now sometimes we need to do some some things that are very dangerous and if we uh, like break your leg or break our hands or something uh, the entire production will be shut down for for you know a considerable amount of time and uh, what we have is a another man who is very good at what like you know you know understanding how to basically 
um, like, you know, drop himself, maybe fall onto the ground, but in a very safe way. And then he does it for us. So the interpretation is okay now. Like, you know, we can continue shooting. And I completely, uh, I kind of agreed in my head that that's a very, um, uh, like, you know, correct way of saying what a stuntman's job is. You're totally right. Because it's industrial of movie. Mm -hmm. It's not art of movie. So it's logical. They never let the main actor doing this because, mm -hmm. as you said, if something happened to him, the production is shut down. Yeah. But, for example, you say, okay, so how Tom Cruise doing this stuff, for instance? I said, yes, because he's a producer. Uh -huh. And he said, okay, if something's happened, it's special. my movie, mm -hmm. which is it's happened in the last uh, Mission Impossible. He jumped from the, this uh, roof to other roof and he broke his ankle badly. Mm -hmm. But he stand up and running to just keep shooting, because if he cut it, this uh, jump is wasted. I just love Tom Cruise. I love him so much. I dream to work with uh, him. Can you believe I, I had Tom Cruise number four? I wanted to ask yeah, you yeah, the question. Yeah. Of yeah. course, yeah. yeah. And uh, the production shut it down three months. Mm -hmm. But it's Tom Cruise, and it's their own money, their production, and uh, if he want to shoot it again, he just need a call to everybody come to the set again. Yeah. So, and also we said, okay, what about Jackie Chan? I said, Jackie Chan from the, his first movie, he mm. played as an actor because he used to be a stuntman. Even on his first movie, I mean, from his first movie, he has a stunt double. Mm -hmm. But Jackie Chan did many stunts by himself. Not all of them. Though. Not all of them. Which is, it's so cool for the audience. That's why they shown it in the end of the movie. Yeah. Because they want to show, look, the main actor put himself in danger for you audience to enjoy more. And um, Jackie Chan is a legend. I worked with him. And you did? Yes. That's amazing. He truly a legend. And I worked with him two weeks and from first two days, I'm afraid to watch in him. <laughs> because he was my legend since I was a kid. And I'm mm -hmm. afraid he's not the man who I taught. Uh -huh. But he's more than this, really, okay. believe me. That's why he's a legend. That's why he's with Jackie Chan. You know, some people who looks like Sylvester Stallone, you know, these are people, they cannot be legend just by chance, you know. Mm -hmm. they, they background, they, life is so hard. You know, for example, for me, the only Rocky series, Rocky Balboa movie, it's enough for Sylvester Stallone to influence the world. Uh-huh, yeah. Because I said every people who had to influence the world as, as their power. But who can listen to the music of the Rocky Balboa and they don't start punching and they don't start exercise? You're right. It's enough for the world. Like, yeah. I can't say it's enough. But he did more and more and more. Anyway, um, yes, for movie, they use stunt people because... They don't want to put uh, actor and actress in mm -hmm. danger. Even they don't put in a uh, uh, crew. Mm -hmm. Sometimes camera crew on a danger and stunts people do something for them. Mm. Which is one of the famous one. It's these Sharp is a very good stunt rigger. I had a chance to work with him in James Bond. Uh, in, a, in, a, in a sequence of the Jason Bourne, who Jason Bourne jumped from the roof to the window. Yes, I've seen that. I think yeah, many people have seen it. Yes. Many people have uh, seen this. The camera 
fall onto the window. Uh, this sharp doing, did this by himself. He's a stunt rigger. So it means they even help camera crew, even many things. Mm -hmm. Just production. Not even actor and actress. So stunts is, goes like this. Okay, so it's not only main actors. I mean, you're around the crew and you yeah. kind of have to uh, keep everybody safe. Okay. Even safe, a safe situation. They they handle to make a safe situation for the camera for the crew to make okay. it. Uh, when I watch movies that involve Tom Cruise mostly, uh, I'm thinking of like most of the things. I'm pretty sure most of the things that I see are real. Like you know, because nowadays VFX is coming to the, the movie industry and is kind of, I would say, is destroying uh, the entire movie experience sometimes, but sometimes it's actually, you know, helping it. But do you think, like, you know, in 20 years' time, in 30 years' time, uh, we will still have, uh, like, stunts happen in movies, or do you think VFX is going to come and completely, yeah. like, you know, wipe uh, it out? Walt Disney made uh, one robot, stunt robot. Mm -hmm. he can, you can throw him, he fall, he can do acrobatic stuff in the air and falling nicely to the ground. When technology get improved, stunts also equally get improved. Mm -hmm. The stunt, the way of I'm doing stunts is not the same way 10 years ago. You're right. Even not five months ago. First, it's so expensive. Second, it takes so much time to set it up and arrange it. Third, it's not as specific as a stunt because many times your mind and your body, your skills, it makes you capable to get the nice decision in less than a second, mm -hmm. which is it's all related to your experience. Yeah. So technology can could be much better than a human mind, but never experience. Yeah, there's one scene in one of the um, Mission Impossible movies that uh, actually two, I would say that uh, when I saw when when I saw it for the first time, I was like. This can't be real. But mm -hmm. when I saw the behind the scenes, uh, I I couldn't really believe my eyes. One of them was the was the one that Tom Cruise is. Uh, he jumps on a plane and the plane takes off, and he's still on the plane uh, as, yes. as it's taking it, it, off. It's not so hard. It was not so hard. It, but it has a many um, many objects which which is you should know before. For example, taking off with the plane, it's it's happened before. But not with this plane, with this speed. Yeah. The yeah. hard things with this speed, Tom Cruise had no Google on his eyes. Yes, he n never had any goggles on. But there. they put the one special lenses on their eyes. Oh, I see. But it's still so hard because of this, the pressure of the wind. Mm -hmm. Because he already rigged, I mean, with the four safety line to the plane. Mm -hmm. It means when I said the rear team, their rear team is the best in the world, mm -hmm. which is they already did with him in the uh, Burj Khalifa Tower in, uh, in Dubai. Yeah. Then um, the other hard things communication. If you want to say, if you want to show the signal of the, for example, abort the shooting, it was so hard. Yeah. And um, he, the hard things uh, again. He had to act on this situation and say some dialogue. The way of the recording of the dialogue is so hard. Yeah. But it's not so tough a stunt for stunt people. Mm -hmm. But it's a very tough a stunt for an actor, especially in his age yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. 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 I, I really do hope that he continues what he does. Because <laughs> he's I the will, only reason I watch Mission yeah, Impossible. I loved him. Yeah. I loved him.
Okay, and uh, can you tell me about the experience you had on the set of 007 James Bond? I think uh, not uh, like, you know, when, when you say, hey, uh, there's in the crew of uh, the James Bond movie, there's somebody in, in the crew that was Iranian. Uh, I would immediately say, uh, okay, which actor played in that movie? Like, yeah, tell me, like, you know. But I, I never would think, like, you know, a stuntman uh, would play, because, uh, again, uh, I, like, you know, I don't think in this country we really appreciate stuntmen and, <laughs> like, you know, and stunts in, in our movies, because most of the time, like, you know, our movies are pretty close to what European movies are and to, to what French movies are, which are really, like, you know, not not in the way of, I would say, genre, but they're pretty romantic in, in like, you know, and um, most of the time, like, you know, we don't really have a lot of camera movement and stuff because we like it as, as a... Artistic. As like a, yeah, it's very much artistic and it's based on our culture. So we're not really, we, we don't really appreciate uh, stunts, uh, but... Um, it was it was crazy for me to know that there was a stuntman on the crew and he was Iranian. It, for me, it was pretty it was uh, pretty much fascinated by it. I can say I worked there seventy five days. Mm -hmm. It means seventy five best day of my life because I learned every hour on the set okay. because I was curious to learn. I just not learned from stones. I learned from the camera crew. I learned from the DOP, from the set department, everything. But in the last week of the James Bond, there was a scene in the bridge. Uh, Daniel Craig gets shot and falling down from the bridge. Uh, this sharp is a stunt rigger who led me to involve on the rigging, mm -hmm. and it was a huge chance because when I work, when we work there. Just important person can close to be trained, not even the crew. I mean, important person. Yeah. And for me, it's a huge chance to be involved with crew. I mean, seven stunt people who work in the train as a rigger team. And uh, when in the radio, because everybody has radio, uh, Gary Powell, our stunt coordinator, he was a greatest stunt coordinator in the world. Uh, he asked these, okay, who is in train? He just looked at me and said, Iran in the stunt. And he called me running the stunt, which is I proud that that word for myself and said, "Man, I'm I'm in the train." And the good things about the James Bond movie, every hours I was thankful. Mm -hmm. I don't say, "Okay, I'm here. Okay, let's see you." Or maybe after two months, I said, "Man, I was in that movie." Every second, I said, "Man, I'm here." I understand. It was I just live on that moment. I said, "Man, I'm here. I'm involved in this movie. I'm working with these guys." I was so thankful all the seconds. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, thank you so much. It, you have no idea how uh, interesting it was for me to uh, be able to talk to you. It's my pleasure, man. Uh, to be able to understand how really cool you are in, in <laughs> real life because uh, when I called you and uh, I didn't really know because I have to talk to people and I have to convince them but you were so cool and you were no, like, it's, the it's for me it's so you know it's a huge chance you know uh, every many people likes interview I'm not a man who said I don't like it or I hate it or okay. love it okay. I just sometimes see if it goes well or not because for myself I, I think the things you you're doing this to sharing some stuff to other people is very important looks like many, many programs like TED, you know, yeah. the TED show is like this. And you, the things you're doing this, it's very important for the, for the human life. Because you give them the opportunity to search and look what, what they want 
and see, okay, if you like his dance, this guy goes like this. If you like acting, this guy goes like this. If you like painting, this guy goes like this. And just by your pocket, with your money, with your energy, with your soul, you're starting doing this in so hard job. The first question when you came to my house, I'm asking, I said, why you are doing this? Yeah. What is your goal? Definitely you have a goal because you spend your time, your energy, your life and your money for this. Yeah. And um, I, I'm definitely sure you believe in karma. I'm, I'm believing karma and I'm definitely sure it will back to you. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure. Many that. good things going to happen to you. Um, um, for me is a connection. Connection is very important. You have a, don't you makes people who connect to each other, and when you help people, uh, karma will help you back definitely. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank, thank you for you. understanding what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, thank you so much for that. So um, again, I'd like to thank you uh, for the time that you gave me to come here and talk to you. And um, is there anything else you want to talk about? No, 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 no. Fine, perfect. Thank you so much again. So and much. I really, really, really wish that this is not the only time that we talk to each other. Hopefully, in the future, but like you know, we get to talk again. So thank you so much again, and it's been a pleasure. Yeah, thank it's you. my pleasure, man. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Amazing conversation with an amazing guest. Asha is full of energy, and you can't help but to be fascinated when you listen to him talk. Have you tried the gorgeous cakes and massively designed cookies of Odi Beige Pastry? If not, now is your chance. The listeners of this podcast can get 10% off of their next order. How, you might ask? By simply mentioning that you listen to the Air Podcast while ordering on Instagram. It's really that simple. You can find them at Odi Beige Pastry. This has been Ali Ruskash, the host of the Air Podcast. This was the AR Podcast. AR Podcast.